It's February 27th here in Provo, Utah. I'm team here with B with the fresh new cut. What's up, B? How you feeling? Pretty good. How are we doing? Tired. 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 Um, we're also, uh, uh, the listeners are also listening to the official semi-finalists of the bronze bracket group of the Utah Valley 14-year-old girls volleyball tournament this past weekend. Man, the enthusiasm is off the walls. Um, yeah, our girls uh, couldn't take it home this time, and uh, we're going to go to my favorite place in the world this weekend, and maybe we can get it done, Las Vegas, Nevada. So... Um. Yeah, not much, not much happening here. But uh, let's talk a little basketball. We're now turning. Uh, we got. I think there's a couple more games as far as ending the regular season. But we are now starting starting to get into conference tournament play before the big dance. Uh, what are your thoughts on? On some of these games that have happened. First of all, this past weekend, basketball was literally nuts. Yeah. Buzzer beaters. It was insane. All right, hold on. Let's, let's, let's list them. Let's list. Mm-hmm. So, we have, and we're funny, we're watching a replay right now. Uh, oh, okay. No, they're literally, okay, ESPN's literally doing a segment on all these buzzer beaters on that what happened. what we were going to do our se- They copied us. They literally copied us. We have it, like, yeah. on tape that they were going to copy us. Yes. So... Let's uh, let's just go through these then. So we have the Cleveland, not to be confused with actual Cleveland, like the city, but Matthew Cleveland, Matthew Cleveland out Florida State, yeah, uh, hitting a three pointer buzzer beater to yeah. beat Miami. And by like by like three pointer, I feel like calling it a three pointer doesn't fully do it justice. It was sort of like. It's like a 35-footer. It was like it was 30, like an NBA three. It was maybe even further. It, it was, was between half-court half and the three-point three line. And that was uh, just wrapping up a crazy game yeah, in general. Where, they, where Miami blew a 25-point lead. Yeah. So Miami blows a big lead. Florida State buzzer beater. I keep finding teams I believe in, and then, I, and then they do stuff like blow a 25-point lead to the crap of Florida State. Yeah. Well, that's just basketball. Yes, it which is, is beautiful. It's, it's not this year specifically. Uh, yeah, this it's, happens every year. Yeah, at least it's not the NCAA but, tournament. Yeah, as, as as many would say, it's starting to feel like March. Yeah. This past weekend had the starting to feel like March kind of energy, which is awesome. To it. Um, then there is the San Diego State beats beat New, New Mexico, Mexico at New Mexico, right? Three pointer as well. Yeah. Then we have. The in-between half-court and three-point line, but the three-fourths court yes. version, Arizona State. I think you can characterize that as like a full-court shot. <laughs> Very close to it. Yeah. Arizona State nails a long shot at the buzzer to upset number seven, Arizona. I think what makes that so fun is you're the wild under, like, like big underdog at your rival school who's a top-ten team. Who had just hit a shot. Who had just hit a shot. And you hit that, not even a bank, a switch. Yeah. And we're watching the replay right now. It it was like a couple steps past half court. I wouldn't call it full court. But 
Yeah. Um, so there's there's that shot, and then you go to the NBA, and Jason Tatum hits a three pointer with about a second and a half left. Yeah. To give them the lead, and then Joel Embiid. That was a full court shot. That that was an actual full court shot. Then Joel Embiid heaves it, maybe less than half a second too late. Yeah. The ball's still in his hands as the buzzer goes off. Swish that. Swishes right? a full court shot that would have tied it. Insane. Doesn't count. And then the next day, you got uh, Paul George, the Clippers against the Nuggets. Same idea. Uh, game is tied. Nuggets shoot a shot off the back iron with a couple seconds left. Paul George gets it, launches it. Again, doesn't get it off in time. But, his- but from about full – from about – Three fourths of the way nails it, but the fact doesn't that count. Both those didn't count. Shows why college basketball is better. Yeah, because the ones in college basketball counted. Yes, therefore <laughs> um, college basketball is better. And let's not forget, uh, Michigan State was up thirteen on Iowa with about a minute and a half left. Mm-hmm. Iowa hits five threes. Yeah. In the final minute and a half. Tom is definitely. Tom Izzo fuming. Speaking of fuming, did you see Fran McCaffrey stare down that ref yeah. as that was happening? I think that's why they won, because Fran McCaffrey did a stare down against the ref. It was extremely weird and uncomfortable. If you haven't seen it yet, look up Fran McCaffrey, Iowa, stare down. Yeah. And That'll get you. It, it'll, it's just – he's just like – instead of like arguing with the ref, he just looks at the ref, tries to like stare him down, which yeah. is very odd. Yeah. Um, but that was an insane finish, and I feel like um, there was a buzzer beater yesterday. Michigan hit a buzzer beater yep. against Wisconsin. Hunter Dickinson, the center, about an NBA three mm-hmm. as well to tie the center to overtime. And they end up winning in overtime, Michigan. So awesome weekend, except for your Cavaliers. Yeah, they had a, a tough task. You know, it's hard to beat. A North Carolina team that's starting to figure things out in Chapel just, Hill. I just, I just sort of had chalked this game up as a loss, even when we were playing well. Yeah. You know, um, that just felt like a game we were going to lose. Um, I'm definitely – I'm concerned but not panicked. If Virginia loses to Clemson tomorrow night, I will be panicked. Yeah, that, that seems like a game that UVA should be able to win, but if they don't, then... Then 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 you can start to really... I'm concerned slash slightly worried. We, we enter more severe versions of worrying and being concerned if we're losing to Clemson uh. in, at JPJ. I think Virginia ends up winning their next two games at Clem, versus Clemson versus Louisville at home. I say they at least get a game in the ACC tournament, and then they're a probable four, maybe five, probably four seed. And also, uh, they're showing Armando Baycott on the screen. It is, uh, there was the, there, it is impossible to beat a team that, where their star player appeared in the show Outer Banks for 13 seconds and that came out the same weekend. That's unfair. Um, oh my so there's God. really an asterisk in that game. Uh, I don't U- know UVA had no chance. Yeah, UVA I don't know how you can expect us 
um, to win that game. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, but I'm not too worried. We don't have to harp on Virginia. I think um, Alabama-Arkansas is a good game. You know what Alabama's also was a good game? Shooters. You know what was also a good game? was Alabama-South Carolina. Those were both great games. I think Brandon Walker um, had – Miller. Probably his best – Brandon Miller, excuse me. Not, Brandon not, Walker not is Barstool, Barstool not guy. Not Barstool personality. Yeah, no, not Barstool guy. No, Brandon Miller, That would not me. be a good sign for South Carolina's defense. Yeah, that Brandon w- Walker was scoring on them. Yes, that would be pretty bad, I would say. But, yes, Brandon Alabama Miller, excuse me. is known for their shooters. Uh, they, they've got some good shooters, and they like to create shots. For others. For, for their teammates. Um, yes. They – they very much like to score, um, but that Brandon Miller game against South Carolina was incredible um, yeah. from a basketball standpoint. Yeah. Do you? Uh, do you? Um, I mean, not that we have to go fully into the morals of all of this, but are you more impressed or sort of terrified slash concerned that someone can have these sort of things go on in their life and it makes them better? And they're not even phased. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's paint the picture real quick. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. for our listeners that may not know, uh-huh. um, it's one of the biggest stories in sports where Brandon Miller, yeah. who it's a big story in general. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe not in the in the sports, in life, yeah, in sports industry. Yeah. yeah. So, kill a blow, air ball. <laughs> Yeah, we are live watching North Carolina, Florida Don't State. Don't let Caleb Wolf get hot. Uh, it's not looking good for him right now. That's let's put it that way. But Brandon Miller, who arguably the best prospect of the NCAA, um, yes, for this draft, for this upcoming draft, very good player on one of the top teams in the country, Fantastic. was caught. Um, maybe not caught because he it wasn't like caught in the action, but. Uh, there's another Alabama basketball player who shot and killed a woman. Uh, 23 years old. 23-year-old woman in Tuscaloosa. Mother. A mom who who the the weapon, the gun, was supplied by Brandon Miller. Yeah. It was, so there's it some was, kind of tie with him to this homicide. It was, it was the killer, the guy who killed her's gun... But Brandon Miller knew where it was and took it Who? to him when he asked Brandon Miller to bring his gun. Slash, he was there when, like, he was in the car when yeah, it happened. Yeah, his car got shot. Yeah. There's, there's a, you know, and I don't want to be unfair. And, and, yeah. and we're not a law podcast. We can be, though. Yes, with our, with, with, with the, the other with, team. With the tan man. Yes. Um, no, but essentially, uh, he has some kind of tie to this. Yeah. How much and how bad is yeah. it? Don't know. Yeah. Um, or... At the very, at the very, like, at the absolute most understanding and benefit of the doubt, it's not good. Yeah, it's not a really good look for the team in general. No, the, but, yeah. And... There's a lot of this that yeah. is not a good look. Yeah. Anyway. But immediately when this came out, Alabama as an institution and the head coach of the basketball team 
Monase kind of defended him. Yeah. Um, and he just played the game that he probably shouldn't have been playing yes. like that day or that yeah. next day. Even if he's 100% innocent, if he's just being yeah. framed, um, you still can't. Then, then you, it's still, he still probably shouldn't play, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, but he, Brandon Miller has the highest, highest scoring game of his 41. career, 41. He hits a shot to send it to overtime and then hits yeah. a shot to win it in overtime. So he was obviously in the zone, probably given the circumstances, given all this bad attention on him. So to answer your question, is it scary that when something like that but happens? Kind of disturbing that it almost doesn't bother him? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to really say it's scary. What I will say is maybe he um, was just wanting to get attention off him. And yeah. obviously, it was at South Carolina. It was in Columbia, so there's an obvious amount of animosity. attention and animosity on yeah. him. So I think that be. kind of fueled him. Yeah. Uh, which, which, like, I blame on the University of Alabama and Nate Oates for putting their player in that situation. Yes. Um, because it's not like any of these – I'm sure over the line bad things are being said, but it's not like when people are saying he's guilty or chanting that he was an accessory to murder, they might not be wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just a whole mess. But at least, at least for me, I'm certainly not going to be rooting for Alabama at all or Brandon Miller this year. Yeah, until so, until something else comes out, you know, I'm not gonna really take a stance aside from like. I mean, the text from, messages from, are there. That from the yeah, the the facts themselves. It. Yeah, it's it's just really hard to defend that. Yes. You know, unless there's something else going on that we don't know. Is that true? Yeah. Maybe. I feel like we got to make a lot of conclusions for it to not seem that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. well, and we I, don't have to dwell on it. Just thought it should be addressed. Yeah. Oh, and it was, you know, it's very interesting for sure. Um, and I'm curious to see how this will play out in his in his basketball career moving forward. Yeah. Um, but I I just hope justice, as I'm sure you are, I hope justice is served. Let's put it that yes. way. That. And whatever that is, or however, whatever happens afterwards, so be it. Yeah. So, uh, but Alabama, Arkansas, two teams that kind of play very similarly, but Arkansas is just like slightly worse at it this year than, yeah. than Alabama. Um, yeah. Is very interesting. Uh, St. Mary's Gonzaga was a very good game. Um, I, I think saying saying noteworthy about the Arkansas game is this was like Nick Smith's first game in a long time, which is like their most highly touted one and done. Who had been out for a while, from my mm -hmm. understanding. Yeah, uh, he played, and it was a very good game. Couldn't fully pull it off, but having Nick Smith back, I think, is at least like a like an intriguing, interesting storyline as we're getting into the postseason with an Arkansas team that's probably an eight or nine seed. 
that you potentially as a one seed don't win one seed. It's like uh, Missouri when they had Michael Porter Jr. Yes. At the end of the year. Um, yeah, uh, very, very much. Nick Smith. Yes. Nick uh, Smith, Arkansas. Nick Smith, Arkansas. One and done type. Yeah. Uh, they got other great players too, but you know, like Anthony Black. I just love Anthony Black. I love the way he plays. He's a great player. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other guys. The guy that looks like uh, Reggie Miller. Oh yeah, what's, this one guy. Uh, what's his I think, name? Yeah, I think he might have alopecia. Yeah. That's a that's a. I I am no I'm we're not alopecia. Um, Jordan Walsh. This, Jordan yes, Walsh is his He's name. good. He's good too. Yeah, I think he actually does have alopecia. Yes, I just wanted to put the From, disclaimer that I'm I'm not a we're not alopecia. Um, we're not medical experts or law experts. Yes, we're or sports experts. experts. We're not experts. <laughs> we're literally not experts <laughs> in anything. Yeah, but um, yeah, they got a talented team. I'm not sure if I necessarily believe in them, but like I sir, I, I wouldn't really want to play it. Yeah. No. Totally. I'd rather not. Yeah. If I'm if I'm a one seeded Kansas, it's like I'd, I'd rather not play. Yeah. Will Kansas win? Probably, because they're like we're just as talented as you, but we're not stupid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I'd still rather not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sure you get my point. Yes, I do. Um. <laughs> speaking of the Big Twelve, Baylor, uh, won at home to to Texas. I don't think that's much of a surprise. Um. As we were talking about Kansas, Texas, Baylor, I feel like it's just a crapshoot with them. Especially, it's like whoever's at home, I sort of give the edge to. Uh, I think something that's worth um, mentioning is that Baylor was losing when Keontae George got hurt, and then they just blew him out of the water once he got hurt. Interesting. So I think the question that needs to be asked is: Is, is Baylor guy? better without? A five-star freshman who's really, really good. And it's stupid because they're obviously not. But I have to ask the question. No, I mean, but look. But, well, based, but that's, a, that's based another off that line. question yes. and based off the results that happened, it's yes, they are better without <laughs> George. But, yeah, they, like all, they had some backup like Lengths and Love stepped up. Bridges, they're um, forward. Bridges had a good game. Um, yeah, transfer. Uh, Shamwa Chachua. I love that guy. <laughs> He had like a really, really bad leg injury like a year or two ago. He That's was a guy right. on that national championship team, along with along with my guy, Flo Famba, who's <laughs> still on that team. He played a lot on that Natty team too. So uh, they're they're a good team. I think the thing to look for is like, is Keontae George like is this ankle thing gonna be an issue? I tend to not be super concerned about ankle stuff be- long term because like Based Quicker recovery my, slash you can also kind of play on it. Yeah, and it's sort of one of those things where it's like, at least in my experiences of playing basketball and turning ankles, it's like when I turn an ankle, it like hurts like hell the first like 20 seconds, right? And then it's a matter of will it hurt five minutes? Will it, I feel better five minutes from now, two days from now, a week from now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm no expert. I know people have more severe. But if it's not broken in any way, I think you can expect him to probably be fine in a week or two, which is really all that matters. 
Yeah. So. And I'm looking through the scores right now. Oh, their defense sucks. That's an issue. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't can, know if I said that. but I No, you didn't. It. But you also can't let up. Their offense 80, is really 90 good. I, just, I get concerned about any team in the tournament that's really good at something and really not good at another, whether it's offense or defense. Yeah. Balance matters. For so. sure. Let's uh, – I'm looking at scores right now. Yeah. Uh, Norfolk State played South Carolina State. Our boy Daryl Anderson came off the bench at 17. That's a Midlothian high school basketball legend. Yes. Um, but uh, something kind of noteworthy as well, Texas A&M, one of the hottest teams in the SEC, lost to Mississippi State, a team that has not performed well in the SEC in conference play at all. That's on the bubble, though. Yes, correct. But I, if, you're, if, you're, if you're as high as A&M is right now, and they've kind of been under the radar as far as the SEC. I feel like you just can't drop that game. Or or, or it keeps them under the radar, and that's what they want. So it was kind of like a, we, we, we are all playing did checkers. Seth, did, did Buzz Williams lose that game on purpose is what I'm asking, and I'm answering by saying yes. Yeah. Maybe we're all just playing checkers and Buzz Williams and the Aggies are playing chess. Buzz Williams is always playing chess. He's already got his next job lined up, probably. Was this his, uh, this his third year at Texas A&M? Yeah. Dude, he, he, yeah, he, he's got to be looking for a new job because he's never <laughs> happy at one place. No, but I will say he's, like, where, what he's, other... he's from Texas. That's true. He's an A&M guy. That's I think true. that was his ultimate hope. Oh. Yeah, I think that... Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. I think it was... You're right. You know, because he was at Marquette, then Tech, then Virginia Tech. But you can never be fully sure that, that guy's staying around. Yeah, fair. He likes to go to mediocre Power Five programs, make them top twenty-five programs, and then rinse, wash, repeat somewhere else. <laughs> um. Anyways. Um. But yeah, I, that that's that's saying like it was it was a reality check for them. I still, I, I definitely believe. In a Buzz William coach team with like guys like Tyrese Radford, Henry Coleman, some Commonwealth guys who he, who uh, Williams had connections with from coaching at Tech. Yeah. Henry Coleman never came, but they were uh, recruiting him very hard when he was at Tech, which is why he followed Buzz to mm-hmm. Texas. Okay. There you go. And then Indiana sweeps Purdue. Indiana's right legit. I wasn't buying Indiana uh, at some point, maybe a couple weeks ago, but I think it's hard not to. I'm all in. You're all in on the Hoosiers. I am. All in on the Hoosiers. I, they just have, like, some weird losses. Um, like, they right before they lost or they beat Purdue, I mean, they got blown out by Michigan State by 15. Just, like, very odd. I mean, they lose to Northwestern couple games like last or a couple weeks ago not a bad loss uh they squeak out a win against michigan and uh rutgers yeah earlier this month it's just they're just a weird they're they are weird they're team. a pendulum team they're they're a weird team but they've got the they, I, and i'm not and I'm, I, by saying i'm all in i don't really mean anything in terms of like like i will pick them to go so, like they could lose in the first round for all i but it's just like the talents there. I see it with them. I see it. I'm, There's some teams that are ranked high that do stuff where I'm like, I just don't even see. I just don't see it. I see it with Indiana. With Indiana, 
they are going to be a three seed that has trouble with the 14 seed. That's what I think is going to happen. Yes. Because what, what the trend I'm seeing with them is, mm-hmm. is that they play to their competition. Yeah. Against really good teams, they'll play very well and possibly will beat you. And then versus a team that they are clearly better than, they won't show up the same. Yeah. That's, I, I, I can't argue too much with that. I saw a 5-12 projected matchup of them, or 4-13, one of the two, of them versus Oral Roberts. And I was like, ooh, that's real fun. With Ambis, man. Yeah, Max Amos. Amos, Amos Am- I thought there was you a B know, in there. A- a- Ambis? I'm pretty sure there's a B, but I, th- I think you don't pronounce it. I think it's Amos. What kind of name has a letter and you just don't pronounce it like that? Interesting. Yes. But in the end, uh, they're, they're a team I just can't trust right now. Mm-hmm. But to what be teams fair, can you trust? But to be fair, I don't trust Purdue either. Yeah, Purdue just. Who do you trust? That's a great question. Let's. That's, that's sort in of the, in the ter- Are we going into March Madness? Who who do I trust? Yes. Who do and I trust to that, make it to the to the final four? Or who do you trust to not screw up? To like kind of to not, like not lose to like a inferior seed. Like, I don't think Houston will. I think I agree. I think Houston will take care of business, go to the Final Four, and then we'll see what happens. And see what happens from there. Or Elite Eight. I could see them losing in the Elite Eight as if well. If there's like a very good team, yeah, if, yeah, they, they they lose to like UCLA in a close game. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, um, that's a really. I, I'd be pissed in behalf of Houston fans if they got UCLA as the two in there. Yeah, suck. but um, uh, okay. I'm looking at the top twenty-five right now. Uh-huh. And like take take like trust as like whatever meaning you want to take it. Okay, um, it's meant to be a broad. This is I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I do not trust a single team from the Big East. Marquette's at number six. No, you don't trust Creighton. Creighton Creighton lost to Villanova. Hey, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna. Do you trust Villanova? Villanova won't even have a chance to be trusted because they'll be they'll be with us sitting on their butts watching the NCAA tournament, or they'll pull a Georgetown and win the Big East, (laughs) (laughs) and then I'll believe in them and they'll lose. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I I will say that, but they have been playing really well since they've gotten everybody healthy and go. They're going to be. I will say they're they're a team I don't want to play in the Big East tournament if I'm one of these teams. You know what's going to happen? Marquette will win. Uh, the Big East tournament. They'll be a, a really high two seed. They'll crush the 15 seed, and they will lose to the 7 or 10. They will lose to the 7 or 10 that Dude, next round. I just had, like, a... That, that's literally what's going to happen. Am I receiving, like, March Madness revelation? You're you're a March Madness visionary, potentially. Yes. Dude, can you also envision Michigan State beating them? In a two-seven game to go to the yes. Michigan State goes to the except State. Michigan State will not Michigan State will not be a seven. They'll be a ten. Yes, that, like that's that. but just you know Michigan a big State, ten a big ten team will beat Marquette in the second round or just any like mediocre big time program like like seven seed Duke. I hate to say it, but yeah. I could see them beating Marquette. In the UNC round. UNC will be Marquette. In the NCAA tournament. That's what's going to happen. Dude, that's Also, do you happen. remember, they played in the first round last year, and yeah. UNC beat them by 50. 
Yeah. And Caleb Love will score like 50 points. Yeah, that's what, too. That's all right. Selection Sunday committee, they're, they're listening to this right now, and they're like, do they have the script? Does BNC Talk Sports have the script? It's just like with like March Madness, I feel like it's this, like some of these things, some of these trends, I'm like, I've seen this. Or you know who would kill them? A seven-seeded Kentucky team. Would exactly for a two-seeded market. That's, ex- that's exactly what's going to happen. That's you know what I mean? Happen. Just like these blue bloods that have underachieved but are starting to get their footing. Yeah. All of them will beat Marquette. Yeah. Okay, so. I like Marquette, but, but as a two-seed, I, I magically don't. And, you know. Well, and, you know. And, there's teams I like. I'm a, I'm a, a smart guy. Like, he's, yeah. a, he's a Richmond guy. Or, I guess not VCU. Richmond. He's a VCU guy. And he put... He put VCU on the map. Well, I think Anthony Grant actually put them on the map, and then Shaka Smart really elevated yeah. that. Put um, them on the globe. Put them on the globe. There's the, mo- the map and then the globe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I don't necessarily trust Purdue either, whether they're oh, one or no. two seed. Well, you can they're gonna tr- go. They're going to go to the Sweet 16 and lose because Zanidi is going to be way too much to no, I can stop. I can stop your sentence right there. Cause that's what they always do. True, they, they always <laughs> lose. Cause they do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> they just always lose the Sweet Sixteen. Also, Virginia four seed loses the thirteen seed Colgate. <laughs> I can see. I can see. There's going to be some random white dude on Colgate pulling up, hitting threes over Kihei because this guy's six two and Kihei's like four ten, and and then it's going to be like. Them talking about, oh, is Virginia in danger? And then we're going to hear, do 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 as the Colgate guys. Yeah, the highlight of Colgate guy hitting three over Kihei montage. Like, I see it. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, okay, okay, so. Anyways, yeah. I, I so, like this visionary March Madness. Dude, this is, all right, dude, you know what this episode is? We are predicting March Madness. With no bracket, <laughs> with nothing, yeah. with nothing. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to trust UVA. It really is going to depend on their bracket. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't. I think they'll beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, and they'll lose to the teams they're supposed to lose yeah. to. I could, totally, um, I could totally see that. I, I, I agree with you in terms of like how this UVA team has played and is constructed. But there's the there's the cynic like I've been hurt so many times that like. Like, me and my dad always just ask for them to not lose in embarrassing fashions, and they're like, sorry. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And even where it's like they're in a 4-5 or five game, they'll play Florida and score 39 points, <laughs> like they did one year. And I was like, this was like the, the perfect way to not embarrass yourselves, but you did. But we want a natty, so it's fine. But, yeah, I, I could see that. And they can regain my trust in the next couple years. And I think a lot. That's what. That's they what. Can. That's what the conference tournament is for: regaining yes. trust. And these last two games. In yeah, March, and yeah. you know, you know who I'm going to say I trust. Yeah. Might be a hot take. I trust Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga has played very well mm-hmm. against oh WCC conference that has I would say not vastly improved, but the the competition's getting better. Yeah. Um, Julian Strother's really. Emerged as, I mean, he's always as been the good. go-to scorer. Yeah, as a guard. but he he's he's very good. Uh, Drew Timmy will be Drew Timmy. 
You've got I, guys like Anton Watson's a good role player. Yeah. You got Rashir Bolton. This, this is what I will say. Gonzaga as a two seed, I don't trust. Gonzaga as a three seed, I'm putting my money on. Yeah. That's what that's why I can totally see that. I think I the problem is like they're a team that I would have wanted to like, ooh, I love them against like Oral Roberts as a thirteen, so I could pick Oral Roberts. But now I'm like getting to a point where I'm like, I still want to do that, and I still may do that, but I won't believe it when I do. Yeah, no, Gonzaga, Gonzaga will take care of business. They'll... They will be. They will probably play. Like I envision them playing in the second weekend, no matter what. What happens from there, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they'll make they're it. They're not that good. But they're good. They're, they're very good. They're gonna play in the Sweet Sixteen against the two seed of that region or the really hot giant slayer and they'll lose and it's like you know what we expected them to lose against this hot houston yeah against uh well houston won't be a two seed but, but, but like but like, but like they'll, a one a one versus three houston gonzaga yeah like no one's no one's no one's expecting gonzaga to win the, the game or they'll win because they're not that good i don't know yeah you know okay you know who i'm buying a lot who pick I'm buying Pitt. They're ranked 25, so with that logic, they're like maybe a six seed, seven seed. Dude, Pitt in like Pitt. those sexy blue and yellow uniforms those against like mustard yellow. No, no, not mustard yellow is gross. There, it's oh, more not like mustard. a not mustard. It's yeah, like a like gold. Yeah, the it's brighter. like a bright. Yeah, yeah. mustard. Mustard's disgusting yeah. yeah don't don't you dare taste the name like, of yeah, pittsburgh I like, jerseys i was thinking like yellow mustard and i wasn't thinking as much about like the actual like color yeah the actual color yeah if you think about yeah anyway let's anyway. but against a really sexy light blue with the yellow touch marquette pit wins that matchup yeah. in both uniforms and the basketball game i can see that i'm more confident in pit beating this is something that just sounds so stupid, but if you have followed, filled out brackets before, you get this. I'm more concerned, like, Pitt as a 10 seed or a 7 seed, 1,000% beats Marquette in the second round, third two. But I'm more concerned that they beat the 7 or 10 seed. Because I could see myself getting so excited about them beating Marquette and then just losing to, like, Michigan State. And they would lose Michigan State. They would. They would lose Michigan Kentucky, State. Kentucky. You know. You know what the key is with March Madness is experience. The teams that have experience always coaching experience too. and coaching experience always tend to do very well. Which is why the SEC, by nature, has not done very well in yeah in March Madness because there's so many freak athletes that are one and done guys. Yeah. And they don't have that chemistry, that meshing. You get the occasional, you know, Kentucky team that's just very, very talented. Uh, you or you get it. a team it's like Auburn fun. that makes a run with some very good guys on their team. That they uh, That's a reason to believe in Virginia. And, and yeah, exactly. It's also a reason to believe in Indiana, because that's like the same team as last year, minus Jalen Hood Shafino, who is a who is a stud. That guy's amazing. Their point guard, yeah, Indiana no, point guard, scored like over thirty. Has like an elite mid range jump shot. And, and that's a, he's you could say that with Gonzaga too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
here here's a question are you trusting in come ncaa tournament time arizona trusting i i think i trust them also they they trusting. bring back a lot of guys and i think they're gonna have a very easy bracket i like them but i don't trust them and there's one person who causes me to not trust them don't say it. He's my favorite point guard, man. Kerr Carissa. No! Because Kerr Carissa loves to do the, like, well, we're up seven, so it's time for me to just chuck up a half-court shot. <laughs> no, hey, I, guys, I, watch this. <laughs> so, like, I'm not saying I, I don't – I'm not saying, I like, depending on matchups, I could have them go far because I like them, and they're good, and they're talented. And, like, when they're rolling, they're as good as anybody. But trust. Do you trust them? I don't think this, I can say I trust them. You know, I, I trust UCLA. I, I, I trust UCLA. I trust as UCLA. Well. I think Arizona at their best is better than UCLA, but I don't trust Arizona. They're I all, trust UCLA. They're a, to pendulum, not, they're a pendulum team as they well. Are, they are. UCLA, I trust to not screw up. Arizona, I don't. But I think Arizona, if they were to get deep, I like them more than I like UCLA deeper in the tournament. But I trust UCLA to get out that first weekend, whereas I might not. Alright, what about ranked 11th right now is Kansas State. I was going to say, I don't necessarily trust anyone from the Big East. Yeah. But I feel like I can trust a lot of teams from the Big 12. Yeah. Because they're, they're mirror images of each other in the sense of they just love to beat each other and lose to each other. Yes. Like It's just like this cannibalism that occurs in the Big 12 and the Big East. Um... But Kansas State, I'm not sure if I trust them that high. What, like with no. that, with that, in that theory, they're going to be a three seed. They're being projected as a. If you don't look at the AP, you look at bracketologies. They're being projected as a two. Wow, uh, I don't like that. Wow, I would. I might. I might be tempted. I'm not really a believer. I might be tempted to have if they're a three. If they're a two or three seed, that's the kind of two that loses to a fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they could lose to Daryl Anderson. And number fifteen seed in Norfolk State, just Daryl. Just if Daryl, I will literally buy every listener on this podcast a steak dinner if Daryl Anderson <laughs> and Norfolk State beat <laughs> Kansas State in the NCAA tournament. That okay. is, that is. Does that include me? That includes you. Okay, you are, but you have to listen to this episode. Okay, I you have to re-listen. Okay. Yeah. No, Kansas State's just weird. Yeah, I won't look. Look at look at the the month of February. Lose to Texas by three, beat TCU by twenty one, lose to Texas Tech by eight, lose to Oklahoma by fourteen, mm-hmm. beat Iowa State by six, beat Baylor by ten, beat Oklahoma State by five. Like that's just so weird. Yeah. Like what? Like they should have probably gone undefeated, mm-hmm. uh, apart from maybe losing to Texas, but. There are two, there are three losses. Two of them are to Texas Tech and Oklahoma, like two of the worst teams in the Big Twelve. Granted, though, it's not necessarily a bad loss, but it's just odd. And they, you know, beat TCU by twenty something. Interesting. What about, what about? Maybe, maybe we'll start to wrap up here. We don't want to yeah. ramble on for too long here. Tennessee, Tennessee's probably going to be trust a three seed. Them. As a three seed, I trust. Two seed, no. Yeah. Four seed, they're going to go to the final four. Yeah, I just, I really like them. Along with Arizona, I like Arizona too. I really like Tennessee too. 
I I struggle with the fact that they could just never score at some point. They could pull an old school UVA. That would be a fun matchup in the NCAA tournament, Arizona versus Tennessee. I thought you were going to say Virginia-Tennessee, and I was like, everybody would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> they just wouldn't score. Anyways, yeah, that would be just conflicting styles. They actually yep. played each other during the regular season. Okay, I that that does check out. But uh, I'd love to see it again. Yes, what, who, what was the result of that? Arizona won by five, but it was at Arizona. Okay, I, I remember that happening. So that's a very good game. And the home team won by five points, which is which if, if you're a home team and you win by five points, I chalk that up as you guys are evil. Yeah. You know. Um Okay, one last I want to ask one last do you trust this team or what do you think of this team? Texas. No. No, they'll lose in the Sweet 16. Four-second round. I like them, but the fact that there's too much coach. There's too much going on. If not, let's Similar say, to Alabama. I feel like yeah, now there's just too much yeah. going on. I can't trust Alabama. Yeah, let's say the Chris Beard thing doesn't happen. I am all in on this text. All in. Yeah. Like, I think they're a Final Four National Championship contender. I'm a little more concerned slash... It, it, you know, a lot of these things have to do with matchups, but it's just, you know, I, I like getting no, but, but, an episode but, where we're getting, like, our gut initial feeling. No, but we're things. predicting the matchups. They're, they're, yes. They're we're, we're predicting shifts. the hypothetical March Madness. Yes. Uh, but I, I agree. I feel, there's just too much going on. Uh, and I feel like that's too much. I, I feel, actually, I feel like this could go two ways. Well, I, I guess there are only would be two ways to go. They win or they lose. They either win or they lose. No. Um, they either, there's just too much going on and expectations are too high, which I think is... Is this Bam or Texas? This is... Sorry. This was Texas. Oh, okay. But also, you could also just be like, you know what? There's an interim coach here. We have a talented squad. We play in a very talented conference. I don't think a lot of people are going to be necessarily on Texas's side in regards to matchups and picking them. I think they could play very carefree, and in turn, they just play better. You know, they have a nothing to lose mentality. Because you know what? If I'm the coach, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, look, I'm the interim coach. Like, midseason, I had to take over, and I don't think anyone really expects us to go far. Um, I don't think that will happen. I think it'll be. I think there's way. There's always high expectations with Texas athletics, um, but I could see that potentially. Um, one team, one team that I'm saying right now, no matter how they do in the conference tournament, I think they will make an an elite eight run. Is Maryland. Maryland has – I know very little about Maryland, but they are hot. They are hot as fire. They are hot as Hades right now. And um, even though – like they're perfect under the radar team with – they lost in overtime a few games ago to Nebraska. But apart from that, they beat Penn State, beat Purdue, 
killed Minnesota, killed Northwestern. Just right now, they're in the rank 21st. Like, and they're in the top of the standings, near the top of the standings for the Big Ten. They're a weird team. And I'll and I think they'll end up being a six seed, potentially a seven seed. You know, I think they'll be a seven seed because they're always a seven or a ten seed. Yeah, they're never seven seed Maryland against two seed Marquette. It's a wrap. Yeah, like I'm betting my house on Maryland. Yes, and then I'm predicting. All right, this is what will happen. Okay, this is this is exactly what will happen. Even though I just said I love Pittsburgh. 10 seed in Pittsburgh plays 7 seed in Maryland. In a very close game, Maryland pulls it out. Yeah. And then Maryland plays 2 seed Marquette. Maryland wins. Then then Maryland will play Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. And although Gonzaga should win that game, people aren't going to be like, oh, Gonzaga – I can't believe they lost that game. No, they just lost to a hot Maryland team. Maryland goes to the Elite Eight, gets killed by number one Houston. And then Maryland. I brings, just predicted that. And then Maryland that, brings everybody back, and you're like, everyone's like, oh, they're a top ten team, and then they're like, well, shit. It's just North Carolina. Yes. Oh, except, except North Carolina's going to do it this every year. <laughs> Is North Carolina going to make another natty run? They're going to make a natty run as an eleven seed that probably shouldn't have gotten. Because they beat Duke on Saturday, and then we're gonna do, and then everyone will come back again. Baycott and Love will be like, "Let's run it back," <laughs> and then they'll suck again. You know, should we just like? I think we should be on the committee. I think so too. On the the and we don't even look at the resumes. We're just like vibes. <laughs> Mar- Marquette's a two, Maryland's a seven, because I like Maryland there, and then it's like. Okay, we'll have Oral Roberts in Indiana. It's like, no, I like both those teams. Yeah, so we we're, can... gonna be, we're, we're gonna have a five seed I don't like. We're gonna have Xavier play <laughs> Oral Roberts. Dude, Oral Roberts Xavier is the perfect five seed that I Indiana, hate. Indiana, we'll have you going against UVU <laughs> as a four thirteen. Yes. UVU win, winning the WAC championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I could I could see UVU putting up a good fight, but just it's a valiant fight, but. Trace Jackson Davis is too much to overcome. Yes. Oh, man. Jake, we should do this off air. I love this. This, yeah. is, this is amazing. But, all right. I think other than that, there's... Should we just sort of cap it at that? Should we just cap it? Should we just put the cap on here? Yeah. I, I, I think this was... Think was this good. a productive episode? I think very. Oh, We're man. preparing ourselves for the bracket coming up. Dude, yeah. Which are I'm excited for our bra- our we're we're gonna have a couple episodes, a two parter, if you yeah. will. A less serious and a more serious. We're gonna have uh three of our friends come on. Um <laughs> We're gonna have three LeBron of our friends. LeBron James feared to be out several weeks with a foot injury. Whenever anything could go well for the Lakers, it just comes crashing down. Yeah, Lakers. Anyways. No, that's that's the perfect way to cap it off. Is that just just the Lakers? You're, you're talking about what we're gonna do in March for March Madness. Oh, uh, okay. I guess we'll cap it off with that. Uh, we're gonna have three of our friends that know nothing about college basketball have a bracket pick with us, yes. or they're AKA they're women. <laughs> no, no, there there are some. 
There are some women out there that know how to pick. Sorry, and, mom. In in my experience, my mom though, does. My mom does. Sarah Sarah is, a, is an expert. Sarah knows ball. But this is this thing: having grown up with sisters, having grown These up with a lot, a lot. They don't know ball. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they don't know ball. Well, yeah. um, and in case no one gets that, that is yeah. the worst insult you can say. Yeah. Uh, anyways, anyway. um, <laughs> anyways, we're having three girls on. They're going to be doing um, some brackets. We're, we're, we're going to be live picking our brackets. Yes, we're going to be live picking our brackets, and then we'll analyze it with our good buddy Duke expert James, James Holmes, and just and just and just college basketball expert. Yeah, James. He knows ball. He, he's a he's a personality. He has he's a personality. He's a he radio personality. Who knows ball? Anyways, that'll do it with us. Till next time, stay safe.